0: You're listening to the Wax Pack Hero Sports Card Minute, a podcast where we discuss both the hobby and business sides of collecting. I'm your host, Mike Summer, and I want to help you buy, sell, and trade your way into a collection you'll love. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Wax Pack Hero Sports Card Minute. One of the most popular articles still to this day on waxpackhero.com is the article that I have on shipping cards in a PWE. And the second most popular article I have that keeps getting viewed month after month is my definitive guide to shipping sports cards via USPS. Month after month, that gets a lot of traffic. Figuring out the best way to ship sports cards is something that people continue to be interested in. And the same thing goes for podcast listeners. Over the last month or so, I've had a couple people reach out and ask if I could cover shipping sports cards via packages and what's the best way to do that with USPS. And so I've pointed them back to the article I wrote. And I actually touched on this a little bit all the way back in episode 10. But there's a few things that have come up over the course of this year that. Maybe make this due for an update and uh, we can do a little bit of a refresher on some of the things I've learned some of the strategies I've been using and I'm even going to cover a newer site that I use now to generate my labels instead of paypal.com and so I'll cover all of that. When we get started and get into a little more detail. But before I do, I want to make sure I shout out my sponsor, Underdog Collectibles. They're an online shop run by collectors for collectors. You can buy singles on their site at udogcollect.com. But you can also hop into their live breaks. They do three breaks uh, per week on Tuesday, Thursday, and Sunday night. And for instance, this week they're coming up with some Phoenix football breaks, absolute football Prism Football, and some 2021 Prism Draft Basketball Breaks. Those are a few of the examples of the breaks that are going to be coming up. And they've got breaks that start for as low as $12, and a lot of them are in that $20 range. So you can get some breaks that don't break the bank. So check them out at udogcollect.com and tell them Wax Pack Hero sent you. All right, now let's talk shipping pwe continues to be my favorite way to ship cards that are low end low dollar cards under you know five or six dollars i continue to have very little issues with cards arriving damaged or going missing i think i've only had maybe one or two instances over the whole course of 2020 this year where i've had a, a card arrive damaged or or go missing there have all been you know orders that were two or three dollars something like that, so not a big deal. But I've successfully shipped hundreds and hundreds of orders that way, generated a lot of extra sales. But what I want to talk more about today is when there's too many cards or too heavy of cards to go PWE, you need to go first class. And there's a couple different ways to go about doing that, a couple different restrictions that we'll run into when we do that. But the first one is that next tier, when you get over a pound, you're going to need to bump things up into a bubble mailer. And there's a few different sizes of bubble mailers that you can use depending on what you want to do. I typically get those free from eBay. As part of having a store on eBay, I get about 100 bubble mailers every quarter for free. Otherwise, I buy them on eBay or Amazon in bulk, and you can get them pretty cheap that way. It doesn't add a whole lot of cost. It's definitely way cheaper to buy them in bulk that way than to buy the like twenty or twenty-five count packages at eBay or for or I mean on like Walmart or Sam's Club or whatever. Those typically get to be a little bit more pricey. So buy your your padded envelopes in bulk and go that way, and then you can use those bubble mailers up to a pound. And the same thing would go for A package or a box. There are certain things you maybe are going to sell some memorabilia or starting lineups or other things like that that don't weigh a ton but aren't going to be shipped very safely in a bubble mailer and you're going to want to go with a box. Well, any of those boxes that you've got that are just kind of your regular old cardboard box, as long as it's under a pound, you can ship it first class as a first class package. And that's always going to be a cheaper way than priority mail. You don't get insurance with that, so you still don't want to have super expensive cards or super expensive memorabilia shipped that way. But as long as it's relatively inexpensive, you know, under 50, forty fifty dollars, I will usually ship that stuff as a first class package, and that's going to be your most cost effective way. Again, the limit there is sixteen ounces, and so as long as you've got something under sixteen ounces, it can go as a first class package. You're going to need to use your own bubble mailers or your own packages. You can't use the free priority mail packages from the USPS for that because they're going to require priority mail shipping. It should be obvious, but just wanted to state that nonetheless. The next tier up that I use quite frequently is the padded flat rate envelope from the USPS. Now this is your kind of first tier of priority packaging that I use frequently. And you can typically fit about two 330-count boxes very comfortably, and if you really work at it, you can fit two 400-count boxes in a padded flat rate envelope. And right now, that's running about eight bucks. I'm sure that will change and continue to go up over time, but you're talking about eight bucks for that. Typically, things arrive pretty safe. It's a pretty cost-effective way to ship some of the smaller complete sets, um, like a Series 1 top set, Series 2 top set together, you can kind of put them each in their own 400-count box. I send some things to um, ComSea that way. If I have a, a fairly small shipment to ComSea, I've sent it that way. And I use it a lot to send my box orders up to sport lots. And so when I've got you know, 20 or 25 smaller box orders, I put those in their own separate packaging envelopes and things like that, put them in a, a padded flat rate And that's one of the the ways that I get things up to sport lots for those box orders. The next tier up is when you start to get a little more interesting. And that's when you're starting to send multiple complete sets. So you've got a big lot or a big collection of cards that you want to send. And that's when you start to move into the other flat rate or regional rate box options. The first time I talked about this, I mainly focused on what you could fit in the traditional USPS priority flat rate boxes and so I'm going to cover those first but then I'm going to to add on to that with some of the other options that exist that I've kind of stumbled across more figured out a better way to approach um, over the last year. Let's start with a medium flat rate box and there's two different sizes of medium flat rate box They both have the same volume, but they're laid out a little bit different. So one is the 11 by 9 flat rate box. It's more of a cube shape, and it can fit about four 400-count boxes if you put them in there. It can also hold about 2,000 stacked cards. If you safely stack nine rows of cards kind of vertically, you can have some cardboard separators to keep those columns um, protected, some extra bubble wrap in there. And you. It, if you have a bunch of base cards that you're just gonna send to somebody, I've sent some bulk team lots to people that way, you can fit quite a few cards in a medium flat rate box. If you've got some of those 90s era sets or you've got 660 count boxes that, that you're gonna be shipping, there's a longer, thinner medium flat rate box that will hold about three 660 count boxes perfectly. You just need a little bit of packing material at the end to uh, keep those boxes from sliding around um, back and forth, but that's a a good option too. The traditional cubed large flat rate box is probably the most awkward box to ship cards. I don't use that hardly ever to ship cards because it doesn't neatly hold boxes, nor does it neatly hold stacked cards. It's possible, but it's not really all that, that great. It does hold about one 550 count box and four 400 count boxes, um, only about 2,600 stacked cards. So, for the cost, it doesn't add that much more uh, volume for you to be able to ship cards. However, the large flat rate gaming box is probably the most efficient way I found to to ship cards. It's a very long box. And it's about the right height to hold a 500 or a, a regular card box. And it will hold five 550 count boxes laid end to end. And that is like perfect. You can fit like what was what that, 2,750 cards or so? And that's been the most cost-effective way to ship cards. So the large flat rate gaming box. Typically you don't find those at the USPS. You've got to order those on USPS.com. They'll give them to you for free that way, but you do have to kind of special order them and have them delivered. Now here's the couple things that I've, I've been using more frequently due to finding a new place to buy my postage. When I had talked about this before, I usually either printed my labels directly from eBay for anything that was an eBay sale, and if there was something that I sold on Facebook or Twitter, um, or just, you know, my Sportlots orders that required a package... I would just go to paypal.com and print my postage there. And one of the you got the same discount for all of the kind of standard packages, but one thing that you couldn't do on PayPal that you could do on eBay was use regional rate boxes. Well, about a month ago, a couple months ago now maybe PayPal shipping was broken. It was just down. And so I needed to find a solution, and I had seen on Blowout and a couple other places some people recommending PirateShip.com, and so I opened up an account there, and much to my surprise, they had regional rate boxes as one of the alternatives. And that was good for me. You'll, you'll hear some mixed things. PirateShip themselves will say regional rate are rarely a good option. And I think depending on what you're shipping, that can be the case. But with cards, there's certain combinations of cards, there's certain types of memorabilia that the um, regional rate does work out for me really well when I combine that. It's a combination. It's kind of a flat rate, but it's a flat rate by weight, but it's, it varies based on how far you're shipping that. And so sometimes that regional rate can be really cheap. And sometimes it can be really expensive depending on how far you're shipping. And so I think that's probably one of the determinations. On average, it can it can be more expensive than the other options. But at the same time, depending on where you're shipping it, how far away it's going, it can be a great option. So I've been using Pirate Ship now for any of my non-Ebay package shipments. And I've really enjoyed it. It's easier to use than PayPal. It has better... Reporting, it has better tracking functionality if you want to. It, it's really easy to see your packages that you've sent and where they're at along the way. It has more shipping options. Like I said, the, the regional rate options, as well as something that I didn't even really know existed, but they're a big proponent of, and that is cubic packaging. And so what they're what they recommend is that for things that that are more than a pound, but less than one half of a, a cubic foot, I think it is, um, there is a, a a way that the USPS charges you by the size of the box, not by the weight that's inside. And so there's a few different tiers based on how, how big that box is. And it can be a, a pretty cost-effective way to ship some things. Now, I've found that with sports cards, it, it really has been limited in use because some of the things just add up so quickly that it uh, makes it difficult to fit within those cubic restrictions. But if you do have something, especially maybe more on the memorabilia side, um, cubic option is a, is a way to go. And with Pirate Ship, they automatically price that when you enter your dimensions to see if that is going to work for what you've got. The one thing to keep in note, I think that would come into play even more so if you've got some kind of product that you're shipping something that is consistent in size over and over and over again, it'd probably be worth buying boxes specifically that size that fit within the cubic restrictions from like um, some kind of box company. And so you, you'd be able to save some money long term. But for me, I use the priority mailboxes that you can get from USPS. There's a few cubic-focused priority boxes that you can get. But again, their dimensions they're are are more limited. And then I reuse a lot of the packages that I get from Amazon or other random places that we get in the mail. And So there's only so many that use that cubic uh, spacing or that cubic sizing. But if you do have some that fit, the cubic option with Pirate Ship is going to save you some money as well. So I wanted to call that out, even though it might be a little more limited in nature. Okay, and finally, I kind of buried the lead, but if you didn't pick up on it throughout the the last 10 minutes or so of conversation, the biggest way that you're going to save money shipping sports cards is by printing your labels online, whether that is buying your postage through eBay for an eBay sale Or whether that is buying them through paypal or now like i'm using pirate ship you get a significant postage discount based off of just walking up to the post office window and paying paying your postage it's typically anywhere from 50 75 cents to up to three or four dollars five dollars in some cases per package Which really adds up. And so, when people complain about how much it costs to ship things, the first thing is make sure you're buying your postage online and shipping it out that way. I've got a Dymo label printer that I use to print directly on a sticky label so I can slap it on. I'm a big fan of it. It actually is a dual label printer, so I can have a package label option as well as a regular address label option for my PWE addresses and ship them both from or print those labels both from the same printer and that's been a big time saver and money saver for me and so i will actually link to the model that i've got um, in the show notes and so if you're interested in checking that out you can go to the the show notes page and and check out the specific links i've got but buying your postage online printing it at home either with a regular printer or with a label printer that is the number one way to save money on shipping and so i don't want to let that go So I covered a lot. There's probably a few other nuances. Um, I will say the one thing that I didn't cover much because just for my market, I haven't used it a lot is the small flat rate box. It does come in handy for more expensive singles or I've used that when I was shipping Project 2020 cards, but that's just not a lot of what I have to sell. So I don't typically use a lot of that small flat rate box, but just here as a tag, I will make sure I mention the small flat rate box as another option. Anyway, let me know what you use. Are are there other tips that you've found that have saved you money on shipping? I would love to know it because there's always room for enhancements. Just like I said over the last uh, year with some of the regional rate packaging and finding pirate ship now, there's always improvements that can be made. There's always tweaks that can be made to save some money on shipping. So I'd love to hear what those things are. I'd also love to hear if you found this helpful, if there is anything in this that you find um, that is going to help you out in the future, I would love to hear that as well. Reach out to me at waxpackhero at gmail.com. Follow me on Twitter at TheMikeSummer. Follow me on TikTok at waxpackhero, Instagram at waxpackhero. I would love for for you to, to reach out and let me know how you like the show, what I could be doing better. That'd be great. And that's all I've got for you today, and I will catch you next time.